All right, everybody. God bless you. So, welcome back. It's been a minute. I know that. But um, I am on a whole different setup right now because I mentioned this via text to some individuals that I usually directly send this podcast to. Uh, what happened or what is happening is my audio interface, which is a device that I plug my microphones into to make music, to record audio. It's being serviced right now. It's actually being upgraded and modified. Shout out to my mom and my wife for uh, getting that for me for my birthday gift. Um, so what's happening is that that audio interface is being modified. It's going to come back um, performing at, at a much higher level than it was before. It's already a good unit, but this modification is supposed to make it worth like twice its value, which is crazy. Um, so I'm super excited about that. It's just taking a little bit of a while. It's a small company in the Midwest somewhere. I forget exactly where. Um, so they, they get units, and then they work on them as they come in. So I'm not rushing the dudes. I, all I've seen, literally all I've seen is positive reviews from their work. So I'm going to let them do their thing. But long story short, I was waiting for my unit to get finished. I recently got notified that it's now being worked on. It's in the queue. Uh, whereas before it, it hadn't been even started when I, I thought it was going to be a lot quicker. But either way, so I was waiting for it to be done. And um, I, I was waiting to record. So I didn't put out no new chapters when I was I was nonstop for for several months. So finally, I'm like, all right, let me do what I'm doing right now, which is the mixer, the board that I used to when I used to DJ and also a board that I use for, for live streaming occasionally. Uh, I'm using that plugged directly into my iPhone, going directly into this app. So usually what I do is I record through the audio interface in my audio editing software, record, edit, blah, blah, blah. That's why you, you, you'll hear the music. You usually hear the music, but you're not going to hear it this time. And then I... And then I export that file, and then I upload it into this app right here, Anchor, for the final product. Right now, we're recording directly into Anchor, so it's a little bit different. It might sound a little bit different. There's no music. But nevertheless, the content will be the same. I'm happy to be back. I'm sorry for the delay. Thank you for waiting, and thank you for catching up on the previous chapters. That's a blessing. I noticed that the, the views and the streams have been growing even without me putting out stuff. And I know it's a lot of chapters, so maybe people were behind, and now I have given them a chance to catch up. But with all that being said, we got to keep it pushing. All right, we are three-quarters of the way through the Book of Acts, and I don't want to stop. So different setup, same message, same delivery, and let's continue in the Book of Acts, chapter 22. I appreciate you guys waiting for me. Let's get right into it. The first caption reads, Paul speaks to the people. Remember last chapter we ended, he was getting ready to speak to these people. Now he's going to speak. If, if you want the rest of the details, go back and listen to chapter 21. I mean, I, I hope you're listening to these in order, but who knows? You might be doing like a, a topical Bible study that that brought you to or quoted from Acts chapter 22. So now you're like, hmm, let me go listen to Acts chapter 22. Who knows? But if you're listening in order and you forgot what happened in Acts chapter 21, go back and check that out. And you'll you'll be right up to speed. 
But either way, let's get going. Paul said, my brothers and fathers, listen to me. I will make my defense to you. When the Jews heard Paul speaking Aramaic, they became very quiet. Remember, Paul, a former Pharisee, which is a Jewish religious leader, um, now he no longer follows that path. He was after an encounter with the Lord Jesus. Paul the Apostle is now a straight-up Christian. Paul is also a Roman citizen. He speaks Greek, and, and he's Jewish. Um, so he knows all the law. He's a very, he's a very brilliant man, really. Um, so he speaks Aramaic. He speaks Greek. Um, right now, because of his audience, he's speaking to them in Aramaic. So they're like, "Whoa, let's see what this guy has to say." That's that's their native tongue. They're like, "Let's see what this guy has to say." So then Paul said, "I am a Jew, born in Tarsus, in the country of Cilicia." I grew up in this city. I was a student of Gamaliel who carefully taught me everything about the law of our fathers. There's a caption above Gamaliel. It reads, it's actually a footnote. I've been calling it captions. I've been calling these captions the entire time I've been doing this, this podcast, the Bible read aloud, when in actuality, these little quote unquote captions are called footnotes. So moving forward, I'm going to say footnote instead of caption. Thank you, nobody, for correcting me. So this footnote above Gamaliel says, Gamaliel, a very important teacher of the Pharisees, a Jewish religious group. So the Pharisees are a Jewish religious group. Gamaliel was a very important teacher of that Jewish religious group. And it says, see Acts chapter 5, verse 34. So he was a student of Gamaliel who carefully taught Paul everything about the law of their fathers. He goes on to say, I was very serious about serving God, the same as all of you here today. I persecuted the people who followed the way. There's a cap, uh, way is capital. That means that's what they were calling the Christians. The Well, that's what they were calling, calling the faith of the Christians, Christianity. They're calling it the way. So you'll see way is, is a capital W. He says, I persecuted the people who followed the way. Some of them were killed because of me. I arrested men and women and put them in jail. The high priest and the whole council of older Jewish leaders can tell you that this is true. So everybody can testify of this. One of the people he, he had put to death was Stephen one of the early disciples and leaders of the new body of Christ, one of the appointed leaders of the body of Christ, a man full of the Holy Spirit and, and bold with power. And uh, Paul consented to his death back when he was persecuting Christians. And um, that man, Stephen, was stoned to death. Paul was right there, like, giving orders, like, fin like finish him. So... Paul goes on to say the high priest the high priest and the whole council of older Jewish leaders can tell you that this is true. One time these leaders gave me some letters. The letters were sent were the letters were to the Jewish brothers in the city of Damascus. I was going there to arrest the followers of Jesus 
and bring them back to Jerusalem for punishment. So he was going on. This is back when Paul was um, prior to his conversion, prior to becoming a Christian. Paul was doing his thing, persecuting Christians and arresting them and punishing them. Why? If, if you didn't know, just to clarify, why was he doing this? It's because he was fully convinced, as were and still are many um, Jewish, many Jewish people, um, fully convinced that Jesus is not who they say he is. He is not the Son of God. He is not God himself. And they fully believed in their heart, Paul included, that anybody who spoke and believed this were blasphemers. They are blaspheming God, a punishment that would, um, you're guilty of death. How do I say that? A, basically, uh, the penalty for blaspheming was death. So, that was their belief, and Paul was consenting to that. He was fully convinced that anybody who preached Jesus as God, the Son of God, was blaspheming the true and living God, Yahweh, and desert, was deserving of death. So, he said, he goes on to say, the letters were to the Jewish brothers in the city of Damascus. I was going there to arrest the followers of Jesus and bring them back to Jerusalem for punishment, for blaspheming the true and living God. Paul tells about his conversion, verse 6. But something happened to me on the way, on my way, to Damascus. It was about noon when I came close to Damascus. Suddenly a bright light from heaven shined all around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I asked, Who are you, Lord? The voice said, I am Jesus from Nazareth the one who you are persecuting, the one you are persecuting. The men who were with me did not understand the voice, but they saw the light. Verse 10, I said, What shall I do, Lord? The Lord answered, Get up and go into Damascus. There you will be told all that I have planned for you to do. Interesting. Um, people say that there's a famous quote that that is, um, God, man plans and God laughs. That's not that's not from the Bible, but it's it's based off of a Proverbs scripture that that reads, um, "Many are the plans of a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose will prevail." And there's other there's actually multiple other scriptures, basically saying the same thing that we have plans, but God's plan will come to pass. So it's interesting that Paul was on his way to Jerusalem to persecute Christians. On his way to, uh, excuse me, he was on his way to Damascus. On his way to Damascus, Jesus had other plans. He stopped him dead in his tracks and ultimately converted him into a Christian. He had other plans for Paul. So he said, get up and go into Damascus. There you will be told all that I have planned for you to do. Paul had an agenda. Jesus overrid it. Verse 11. I could not see, Paul says, because the bright light had made me blind. So the men led me into Damascus. 
verse 12. In Damascus, a man named Ananias came to me. There's a footnote that reads, Ananias, in Acts, there are three men with this name. See Acts 5.1 and Acts 23.2 for the other two. So this Ananias came to me. He was a man who was devoted to God and obeyed the law of Moses. All the Jews who lived there respected him. He came to me and said, Saul, my brother, look up and see again. Immediately I was able to see him. Ananias told me, The God of our fathers chose you long ago to know his plan. He chose you to see the righteous one and to hear words from him. You will be his witness to all people. You will tell them what you have seen and heard. Now don't wait any longer. Get up, be baptized, and wash away your sins, trusting Jesus to save you. That's beautiful. So Paul thought he had a plan for his life. He was a scholar, a Roman citizen, a Jewish Pharisee. He, he had a plan for his life. He had an agenda. And Jesus literally flipped his life around. And uh, this man, Ananias, is explaining, led by, led by the Holy Spirit, Ananias is explaining to Paul what the Lord would have him do for the rest of his life, his actual true calling. So he chose you to see the righteous one, which is Jesus, that was capital, that was capitalized. It says righteous one in capital letters. And to hear words from him. So Paul will be a witness to all people. And he will tell them what he has seen and heard. So then Paul gets up. He says, be baptized, wash away your sins, trusting Jesus to save you. There's a footnote above Jesus to save you. It says, literally, calling on his name, meaning to show faith in Jesus by worshiping him or praying to him for help. That's beautiful. Verse 17. Later, I came back to Jerusalem. I was praying in the temple area, and I saw a vision. I saw Jesus, and he said to me, Hurry and leave Jerusalem now. The people here will not accept the truth you tell them about me. Paul goes on to say, I said, but Lord, the people know that I was the one who put the believers in jail and beat them. More testimony about his old life as a, as a persecutor of Christians. I went through all the synagogues to find and arrest the people who believe in you. The people also know that I was there when Stephen, your witness, was killed. I stood there and agreed that they should kill him. That's what I was talking about earlier. I even held the coats of the men who were killing him. So Paul is like, Paul is really confessing his sins to the Lord Jesus. He's like, kind of like explaining, like, I'm not worthy. And maybe he does know, maybe he doesn't know, maybe he just feels like um, repenting right there and confessing his sins, but Jesus knows all of this, and Jesus chose Paul anyway. But I still think it's very humble that Paul's like, I'm not worthy of this, man. I did I did wrong by you. Maybe he was trying to get out of it <laughs> because um, he's about to turn on all the people he was working with and completely flip his message. I'd, I'd be a little bit nervous, too, if I spent, I was 
like wildly devoted to one thing. And then I came out the next day saying, no, 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 no. Let's do the opposite. Because <laughs> that's about, that's what Paul is essentially about to do. So verse 21, but Jesus said to me, leave now. I will send you far away to the non-Jewish people. Okay, cool. So he gets to go see some other people who don't really know who he is. The people stopped listening when Paul said this last thing. They all shouted, get rid of this man. He doesn't deserve to live. They kept on shouting, ripping off their clothes and throwing dust into the air. There's a caption, there's a footnote that reads, these actions were signs of very strong anger. Then the commander told the soldiers to take Paul into the army building and beat him. He wanted to make Paul tell why the people were shouting against him like this. So the soldiers were trying Paul, preparing to beat him. But he said to an army officer there, do you have the right to beat a Roman citizen who has not been proven guilty? So Paul tells him that I'm a, I'm a Roman citizen. Do you have the right to treat me like this? There's a footnote that reads, Roman citizen, the Roman law said that Roman citizens must not be beaten before their trial. It says also in Acts chapter 23, verse 27. We'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, so he says, when the officer heard this, he went to the commander and told him about it. The officer said, do you know what you are doing? This man is a Roman citizen. The commander came to Paul and said, tell me, are you really a Roman citizen? Paul answered, yes. The commander said, I paid a lot of money to become a Roman citizen. But Paul said, I was born a citizen. The men who were preparing to question Paul moved away from him immediately. The commander was afraid because he had already put Paul in chains and he was a Roman citizen. So these commanders knew that their punishment for treating Paul like that was gonna was not going to be good. And they didn't know he was a Roman citizen because this guy, they thought he was just a Jew. He was speaking Aramaic, talking to the Jews, preaching Jesus, talking about God, Yahweh, you know, the, the quote-unquote Jewish God. Um, so they probably just thought he was another Jew, which he is, but he's also a Roman citizen. Paul speaks to the Jewish leaders, verse 30. The next day, the commander decided to learn why the Jews were, were accusing Paul. So he ordered the leading priests and the whole high council to meet together. He had Paul's chains taken off and had him brought in to face the council. That is it for chapter 22. Very interesting. Paul gives a little history lesson about uh, his old life, what he spent um, his previous his previous pursuits and, and endeavors were persecuting Christians. And he told the Jews all about it. He's like, yo, I was, I was the persecutor of, of all Christians. I was the chief persecutor. I was that guy. You, you guys knew me. He had a reputation. And uh, he goes on to explain to them, like, I had a real encounter with the Lord. And he shares his testimony. Um, they did not receive his testimony. They, they couldn't. They couldn't. Their hearts were hardened. Um, afterwards, Paul speaks to the Lord. He's like, man, Lord, I, I got to go tell these people about you. When, when these people know who I used to be, like, how are they going to believe me? I, spent, I, I, I 
sent people to the grave. I I sent people to jail for you because of preaching your name. And, and now I got to go preach to you. But Jesus is like, I'm going to send you to the non-Greeks. So don't worry about it. Either way, um, big takeaway from this chapter. We have plans and God's like, nah, this is my plan. Let me knock you off your high horse and redirect you. So it's interesting to see uh, Paul's relationship, the dynamics of his relationship with Jesus, how it started, how they how they speak to each other. So you, you can you can question God like it's just it's human. Like, God, are you sure this is what you want me to do? But but we learn time and time again through the scriptures that God's ways are better than ours. And he has an intentional plan. If And if we would just submit, we would see that. So Paul, you know, he gave him some, he gave him some um, resistance, but ultimately he obeyed. Glory to God. Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's pray. I'm happy to be back. We have 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Six more chapters from the book of Acts. And then we're going to get into Bible studies. Remember I said it? We're going to get into topical Bible studies. It's going to be exciting. We'll keep Jesus at the center of it all because he deserves it. He's worthy, and that's exactly where he should be, and that's exactly where he's going to stay. All right, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word, for your truth, for your instruction on how to live and how to serve you. I thank you, Lord, for your example through different individuals uh, throughout history, such as Paul, that teach us how to live and how to serve you and just how to be humble. Lord, we don't always know what we're doing. We have ideas. We think we're doing the right things, but then you check us, you correct us, and you show us the right way to move. Thank you that we have this documentation, which is the scriptures that show us what it looks like to obey you to the end. All right, your plans are better than our plans. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts, Lord. And um, Lord, we learn through Paul what he wrote in Romans is true. That is that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who, who are called according to his purpose. Lord, I thank you for giving us a purpose and for calling us to, to action. Help us to take action, to be bold, trusting in you, seeking you first, aiming to please you rather than man, not complaining about anything we do, but in all things being filled with joy and the peace of the Lord, resting in you as you take as we take your yoke, as you take our yoke upon you, Lord. As we take your yoke upon us and we learn of you, Lord, you are meek and lowly in heart. And you say we will find rest unto our souls. So help us maneuver through life, Lord. Help us to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody, God bless you. Once again, this is a different um, setup than I usually have, so there's no music. I'm recording directly into my phone through my mixer. Same microphone, but completely different hardware in between the source. Just seen my cat walk by. She's a little creepy sometimes, but she's a sweetheart. 
I'm in the basement. I recorded in the basement of my house. Super quiet down here. And it's kind of late. A little bit creepy. But uh, we're going to make it. Either way, spread the word. Just keep rocking with me. Um, Share this with one person. The first person God puts on your heart. And also, uh, leave a review and a rating for this podcast on whatever app or platform you consume this podcast on. All right? I appreciate that. Let's keep going. Let's keep growing. In Jesus' name, peace.